everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. Today, I am joined with Jackie, the founder of Empower to Change. Um, so please just go ahead and give a brief introduction of yourself. Hi. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and just thanks so much again for having me. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up here in the Bay Area, born and raised in the East Bay. Um, went to Cal for college and uh, just really loved my experience there. I did a mix of things, interning both in politics and then also, um, you know, doing some civic engagement around like restorative justice work. And um, that's what ultimately led me to initially pursue a career in politics. I moved out to DC after I graduated from Cal, um, but really felt that a lot of the work I was doing there, I think while it was really exciting and I think it was such a privilege to be out there, like I didn't know, you know, many people that, you know, got that unique opportunity. Um, I really was feeling like I wanted to do more and I wanted to make more of an impact. And so um, I, when I was working in politics, I actually worked on the digital side as well. So I kind of, you know, was always like interested in the intersection of both technology and politics. So I ended up switching my career to tech and I work in tech sales now, but, um, you know, kind of like with the pandemic going on and just a lot of the social justice movements that have, you know, given they've like arisen during this time. I I really wanted to do something that in my free time that was making an impact. And so I I decided to found Empower to Change last summer. And it's just been a really exciting journey so far. You know, we started out with, um, after I launched it, we started out with five people on our team. and, And now we've grown to a team of over 30 people. So um, it's just been really exciting and uh, just a great like journey so far. Wow, that's really awesome. I mean, you're someone who has accomplished so much despite still being so young. Um, and I think a lot of my audience are teens in high school and they would love to kind of hear more about your political background. I know a lot of them are um, maybe interested in that field. So, and I know you worked with a lot of influential people in the past and just have a lot of experiences overall. Um, so could you kind of elaborate more about kind of your experiences in the past related to politics? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so it was actually in college, um, prior to going to Cal, I went to a community college at first and there I really got experience working in the student government, um, change around textbook affordability and then even working with some of our school administrators on things like equity which is really awesome because I think that experience working with those professors in the sociology department to just really um, politically engaged academics um, really shaped I would say the foundation of why I got into social justice work I think um, being the daughter of immigrant parents too also really shaped that. But I think having, you know, those mentors in your life really um, kind of shaped that for me. So fast forward kind of by the time I was at Cal, um, I did a mix of both like 
local and federal internship. I went to DC after college and um, I did a mix of working at a super PAC and then I worked on Capitol Hill for a first term congressman from Chicago. So yeah, you know, definitely a lot of powerful people there are well-connected people, but I think, you know, I was brought on to jumpstart the first Latinx digital campaigns to really address some of the issues of diversity um, in doing voter outreach in the party. And I think, you know, our party, like through that experience, what it really showed me is that our party, I think still has a long ways to go in terms of really addressing some of these issues because I think that it's one thing to be talking about it but I think that um you know it outreach goes like much further than I think doing a lot of the digital work which I was a part of I think there's a place for that but I think um there's certainly a place too for like engaging a lot of that federal work to a lot of the grassroots groups. So I really missed kind of being like in the hustle and bustle and wanted to be closer to a lot of the people that, um, you know, politics really serve. So um, I got the the awesome opportunity to work for Chuy Garcia, who uh, he was the first Mexican immigrant congressman of Chicago. And, and that was really special because um, you know, my my mom's family is from Nicaragua. There's not a lot of uh, Latinos in politics, especially, mm-hmm. um, I think, to work for someone who's progressive but also is Latino was, like, really special to me. So um, I also did social media work for him as well, building out his presence. But I think, you know, the thing is, like, in that work, um it's very fulfilling that you get to talk a lot about these issues that you're passionate about, whether it's healthcare to, um, you know, financial reform and things like that. But I just really felt the itch that I think right now where the state of our country is, and I think just because of operationally how Congress works, I don't feel that um, progressive leaders especially are getting the support they need. And I think while like members like Chewy and and the squad are doing such an amazing job of really holding their ground, I I think that there could be more support for them. And I certainly kind of like felt those, the ramifications of the the lack of support as as a junior staffer um, in that, which was like very frustrating because, you know, you're like young and you want to go out there and and make a change and like I think especially graduating from a place like Berkeley like you kind of like feel that that's the expectation going in so I think kind of like when I was in DC and then from that time of like being a student I felt that I really saw kind of like what the state of it is now at least like the state of politics I mean is is now and then kind of like learning how it works but also reconciling like what kind of impact it is I want to make and things like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you kind of talked about how there is a lot of um, these expectations, especially when you come out of a college or university like that. And so I also feel like, like not only for coming out of college, but 
um, for high school students. There are um, a lot, there's actually a lot of pressure these days for these students to know exactly what they want to do and to know exactly kind of the career choice they want to follow. Um, but I think we kind of know that people tend to change a lot, especially when they go to college and they kind of experiment with all these different experiences. So was there something different that you were interested in in high school or were you always just interested in politics? Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point because I think for me, it's definitely, like you said, it's a, there's an element of exploration in this because I, I definitely didn't mm-hmm. think I'd go into politics, honestly. Like I, I was always involved in student government since high school. Um, but I thought to myself, like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if that's for me. Like, I don't see many people that look like me, honestly. And I was like, um, mm-hmm. I actually, you know, my high school, like, I was one of the few even like women of color, like on, like my student gov. And I, you know, just kind of like from that experience, and then looking at how it operates betterly it's it's almost comparable in terms of like representation or it feels that way like I would think that was the reason why but I think um when I met more mentors and in college and people that came from similar backgrounds both like racially and politically um I really felt like okay even though there's it might be an uphill battle to do a lot of the work there's people out there that, um, you know, align with what I believe and what I think. And that was enough for me to feel like, you know, I can do this. And so I, I, I definitely think that's why I'm, I'm super thankful for, for meeting adults like that um, early on like mm-hmm. in my life, because I think without them and even now, like um, I try to pay that forward because I think, just like representation and also mentorship is just so important, you know, when you're like young and and trying to figure it out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, kind of adding on to that topic of experimentation and um, like how people change. I mean, you've done all these amazing experiences. You've met so many new people and you've even um, gone to DC and been there for a while. So, um, could you kind of tell us a little bit about maybe that experience there, maybe how that kind of changed your mindset, elaborate more about how it kind of changed the way you wanted to go about your life and maybe um, maybe how it impacted your decision to start Empower to Change? Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I was in D.C., um, I think I definitely got a good lens into like the inner workings, not just from like the Capitol Hill side, but also from the campaign side. And I, I would say like not many people do that because um, I think right now how it works is like you either, you know, work on the Hill first to get, like typically that's the path people take. It's like they work on the Hill first so that they can get experience and uh, the connections mm-hmm. to then go and work maybe on a campaign um, and get a promotion there or like, you could become a lobbyist or you work like at a, a well-known think tank. Um, but so I would say like, even with those options there, it's for me, like having that background in, in both the campaign side and Capitol Hill is just really helpful because I think it gave me more of a perspective of like 
the inner workings and like how it works but also like it allowed me to like understand like how how much do I like the work and then also like how is me being a part of this work really achieving the the personal goals that I wanted out of it and I think I've always been somebody who um, I really value, you know, diversity, I really value equity. And so I have always been someone who I like to come to a table and um, advocate for others. And I thought by coming to DC and doing that work, I'd be able to do that, you know, getting to work on the first ever Latinx digital campaigns for like, the most well known super PAC on the Democratic side to or I mean, biggest super PAC on the Democratic side, and then also getting to work for a first um, Mexican immigrant congressman. But I think um, the reality of it was that these systems, um, kind of like alluding to what I was talking about earlier, these systems work in a very specific way to serve certain purposes, and they're not necessarily there I would say, to really change the status quo. And I think that's where the issue is, is because it's it's problematic when it's not changing the status quo for people that continually, you know, get discriminated, whether it's racially, um, economically, and ultimately, you know, it's just not solving these real problems of like income inequality to, you know, policing, and police brutality and, and things like these really, you know, big issues that we've been talking about, like during the pandemic. And so um, that's what really, you know, sparked my interest to found this org is because I was feeling like, okay, now I'm in tech. But and I think even in tech, like there's so much good that can be done, I think, and especially like, at the federal level, that's something I learned is like seeing how much like of an influence they have and like participation. Like, I think there's good that definitely can be done. I think there's just like, I think there needs to be more avenues of like how to, for, for people to get involved in that way. Because I think the ways they're getting involved in right now are like, people are getting involved, but they're not getting involved kind of like on both sides, understanding like how the political process works or like, um, I think even at least on both sides of the aisle, like understanding how like the corporations work and things like that, um, but like using it, you know, to, for, to create social good instead of like for their own interests is basically um, what I'm trying to say. So, you know, through my analysis and just kind of like also feeling like my, I wanted to really live out my value system. I thought, why not found an organization that I could touch on both, like providing means for people to get involved in like civic education, even though I work in tech, um, to like supporting candidates and really like putting your money where your mouth is type of deal, like through um, our part of like Empower to Change, which supports uh, people running for office and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's so amazing that you're kind of um, standing up to the status quo and you're doing all these amazing things um, and you're just out here making this amazing change. So I, I guess um, kind of the next thing I wanted to talk about is your organization as a whole. So for those who don't really know what Empower to Change is, um, could you describe more about um, what exactly you do, maybe some of the projects you've been working on, and maybe um, kind of a summary of what you did last year and what you plan on doing this yeah, year? Yeah, definitely. So um, Empower to Change is both a platform and a political action committee that's really committed to reimagining what our political system looks like. And uh, you know, we really pride ourselves on having values of uh, restorative justice and um, equity by being able to carry out a lot of the work we do through supporting grassroots activism to elections and digital activism. So that's kind of like the high level, you know, summary of us. But um, in terms of like our goals, um, you know, I think for the first half of the year last year when we launched, it was really just about like launching and really understanding um, what it is our teams want to do, but also um, really trying to kind of like experiment where is our fit? Um, I feel like in tech, you know, the terminology is typically like product market fit and uh, that's kind of like what I think of with E2C, like how exactly is this fitting into like what's currently being done right now? If, you know, if you're going to compare it like to a political analogy in that way. So um was definitely like trying to kind of figure out both like nurturing a team and, and building that out, but also like really trying to understand where we are. So going into this year, I would say like we've all it's really been nice because we've all been able to really build community, even though we've all onboarded uh, virtually and some of us haven't met yet in person. So it's, it's been really like nice to feel like, okay, with the time pass now and like people getting more familiar with each other, I think um, moving forward, just like seeing how now that we're all kind of like acquainted with each other, like how can we get involved in the elections, um, looking at the types of elections we want to get involved in, uh, and then also like assessing, you know, from our partnership side, like who do we want to work with and like con or continue working with too while while building out new ones to really, um, you know, live out a lot of our organizational values in that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, I, I remember you stated how you haven't even met some of your team members yet. And I like totally relate to that because for some of my organizations, um, we, I mean, we've invited people from all over the world. So it's really hard to kind of meet them in person. And so do you think that was kind of a challenge starting your organization? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I think I would say it was a challenge in the sense that I think for me as a leader, like I'm someone who I love working with people. I love um, just kind of like learning about people. And I think the virtual element of it definitely was an obstacle in the beginning because I felt like 
you know, I'm taking on this like really um, exciting and ambitious venture, but like, I did feel nervous in the beginning, like, how am I going to make sure this is an experience that people like, you know, want to keep doing, they feel connected to, I think that's the biggest thing I like, still think about all the time is like, how am I as a leader making sure that I'm supporting the growth of the people on our team and uh, really making sure this is something that they feel it's, it's worth their time um, to dedicate to outside of their full-time jobs. Um, I think I'm, I definitely think that was like a challenge and something I'm still like trying to be more conscientious of as I'm leading. I think uh, what's really helped for me as, as a leader is like, learning that I don't always have to understand the, or like know the answers I mean to things and that um, it's really about I think learning to uh, feel comfortable with like leaning on like the people that you're working with um, and not to say like I am someone who I, I don't like teamwork but it's more so I think like just feeling like there's not always this pressure on myself to like have all the answers on my own. Like, I think that's the beauty of working with a team is that, you know, they, they know themselves, they know like what works best for them. So like learning to kind of like open up the discussion with them as I'm like building out my vision. And um, I think that's, that's what's like really helped with some of those challenges if that makes sense yeah I mean definitely I think um the team is such an important part of maybe a new organization that you want to start or just any kind of dynamic so um yeah I think it's amazing how you're kind of building this community and that's definitely important when you're starting this new organization and you want to make this change um, and kind of adding on to challenges, um, I, I know a lot of the members on your team and even yourself have a job alongside running this organization. Um, do you think this is also maybe like a challenge that um, has put any obstacles in the way or do you even have or have you even faced any other types of challenges while running this organization? Yeah, yeah I love that question because I definitely um think about like you know how am I going about managing my time now that I I just started a new job and um I think it, it definitely mm -hmm. to answer your question has come with challenges um in the sense that you know in an ideal world like I could be running this and have all the money to support like what my vision is uh, in the beginning um, I think that has yeah. been the challenge of feeling like we are still growing as an organization and don't have all the funding. But I think, you know, that has definitely presented itself as an opportunity at the same time for us to like really come together and see like what can we do to, to really build out our pack side and what does that look like given some of the, the work that we do full time, like I think, you know, uh, even though I'm like a woman of color founder, something I'm very like conscientious of 
is that I'm also like a non-black woman and so I think for me there's like these challenges and these fears sometimes of like navigating the political process in a way that's um strategic and doesn't like necessarily like ruffle the wrong feathers like in terms of like even some of our employers that we work with I think um you know that is the tough work that we all have to do especially like with the Black Lives Matter movement I think that we all have to like put some personal skin in the game to make some change and like that short-term discomfort Mm -hmm. is like temporary you know and and comparison to like the grand scheme of things and like the levels of um, discrimination and harm that still happens against, um, you know, other BIPOC, for example. And so I look at it as like, even though there are these challenges, these are opportunities for us to really like keep pushing and um, finding ways that we can like really, you know, create this systemic change and like really show that we care about um, making a change for groups outside of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I think it's really important what you said about seeing not challenges as like obstacles only, but also seeing them as opportunities. Um, I think that's really important when it comes to not only building a community, but making sure that all your team members are really committed despite um, maybe having a full-time job or having other things in the way. So um, yeah, I really appreciate what you kind of said about that. And um, kind of switching gears, instead of talking about challenges, what would you say is maybe something that you feel like you did really well in this organization or you feel like you were really proud of in this organization or um, even outside of the organization, what would you say is one of the proudest things that you've um, done? And it can be coming out of college and all the political. Yeah, work um, I do have to say, I, I really like how you kind of like structured it first, like with the, ch- like asking me about the challenges first, because I, I do have to say with the challenges, that's really allowed, like, I'm really grateful for facing them in hindsight, because it's really allowed me to grow as a leader. I think that's the thing I've really loved about forming this organization is I thought um, at first, like, I felt confident enough in some of the political knowledge I've gained and also, like, some of the political connections I had to, like, go and and hit this off the ground. Um, But I think through it, I really found a lot of personal growth as both, like, a leader and just um an advocate really and I think that has allowed me to be a stronger leader and like really understand okay like what is it that I need to make sure that I'm supporting the people at this organization um and so Mm -hmm. you know what that looks like is I would do a lot of like one-on-one check-ins like with our different team leaders or just like different team members but now um even for me, like understanding what it is in my life, I should be kind of like dedicating my time to so that I can still work, but also like run E2C. Um, I think another thing I'm really proud of is that 
the, the team we've built, honestly. I think that the biggest learning I've had mm-hmm. in founding this is that like, I think with any organization or even like a company, there's always like the appeal of, you know, this like founder or group of founders like founded this great idea, right? And like, I think people wanting to replicate that success, but I really like have been proud of building out a team, like in a great team to do that because I think that without them, it's like really hard to carry out the vision. And we have like just a really amazing, smart, talented, um, you know, group of people like on this team and um, who I think we share common values, but like, I like how we all have different elements to us. Like not everyone, you know, works in a certain field or like is interested in one type of thing. It's like people have had different like academic and professional backgrounds and, and things like that. And I, I think, um, you know, with them, it's, it's just been really nice to kind of like see them be a reflection of, you know, what our, our value system is. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think um, building this organization and building this team, a lot of that does contribute to your personal growth. Um, and I know for me, it definitely did. So, um, but yeah, I really loved what you said about just being able to grow from your experiences and meeting these new people, starting something new, making this new change. I think that definitely has a really big impact on um, your personal character yeah. development. Um, but yeah, just to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Um, a lot of my, uh, my audience, as I mentioned before, are high school students and teens. And so for those who are still pretty young and maybe they want to enter some sort of career, whether it's political or maybe it's in business or just any other kind of career, do you have any advice for them, um, maybe based off of your experiences or what you were able to accomplish? So maybe advice about um, how they can go out and make this change if they feel like maybe they don't have uh, what it yeah, takes to. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, for me, as I'm still like growing as a leader and kind of like feeling this out, I would say my answer is definitely like still a work in progress, but I think some like highlights I, I definitely would want to pass along or I think you know when you're young I feel like people tell you oh you're young like it's okay like that you don't know everything now or like they're like oh you things things will just change but I think like you as a person like I think that advice isn't always applicable because I think each person has their own set of values And I think that while some of those values can change over time, I think that for some, they, they can know at a young age, like, I really value this, and this is central to my identity. So I think that, like, really, I think if you have that self awareness at a young age, like, you know, harness that, I think, find people that support that and see that in you. Because I think that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the values that will carry you through your work, through your personal life. And I think that um, it's important that you find 
alignment in that in the careers that you choose because I think that sometimes like especially I think as women of color I think unfortunately because like sometimes you know you may feel or like even coming from families who have um, had to really sacrifice a lot I think sometimes there's this idea Mm -hmm. that um, you know we might not always have the privilege to do that and I I want to acknowledge that too because there is that um, reality sometimes but I think that you know definitely um, you know yourself best and I think like just believing in that and finding people that support that like no matter what um so yeah I mean I completely agree I think it's super important to be able to find people who will encourage you and um even for yourself to just know your own limits know your values and kind of align that with what you want to accomplish so yeah I think that was really well said um but Yeah, I think that is pretty much everything that we had to cover today. I am absolutely amazed by your journey, and I am so happy that we could have you speak today. Um, Do you have any platforms or anything you're on that you want to promote or any anywhere my listeners can Um, find you? I am, like, huge on Instagram. Like, I love Instagram, so uh, feel free to follow me there. My handle is just Jackie Bueno, like, underscore. Um, also, you know, I want to give a shout out to our Empower to Change, like, social media platforms as well, um, on Instagram, so, uh, we have, like, a link tree set up, so once you kind of, like, find us there, our handle's just, like, Empower, like, E-M-P-W-R, like, number two, and then change, um, so yeah, feel free to follow us there, but, um, can't like thank you enough for having me I really enjoyed you know talking to you and and having the conversation so yeah once again thank you so much Mm -hmm.